0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future. the future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com.
1: I swear, I thought it was. I thought it was. Bay caught me sleeping. No. is that what it is? No, but I, I have to learn the lingo now because now I can start posting all these pictures.
0: You are such a you know what?
1: bag. When I opened it, I, I was like, oh, what is this? But then the more I kept looking at it, the more excited I got about it. Oh my! God. And I was like, okay, you know what? It's a gift. I would never buy it myself. But yes. Is this
0: your justification?
1: I now own a selfie stick.
0: Oh, my it God. Is, I,
1: I'm going to utilize this so many times. There's going to be so many pictures of me. And then I have to learn all the lingo. So Bay caught me sleeping. Sniffing. I have to do those. I think it's sleeping. It's slipping. No, it's sleeping, isn't I it? Because they're always sleeping when they do it.
0: Yeah, it is sleeping, but it's spelled slipping. I'm going to
1: be so hip, you're not even going to understand. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Dylan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us uh, however you listen. It is fantastic. All right, Tom. Um, I do want to remind everybody, too, if you're going to be doing any shopping online, to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Amazon link. Oh,
0: my goodness. It's just right there at the top of the page. Right
1: there at the top of the page. so easy to find. Click on that Amazon link if you're going to do any shopping for for your work or your business. Those are always good ways to do it. Just slip it in there and click on that link, and there you go. Away you go.
0: Purchasing whatever you want. Yes. Even selfie sticks. Even selfie we sticks. We won't judge you.
1: <laughs> Which this Greg is has been MMI. over there
0: playing with this thing. I don't even know <laughs> so, what is going on. So it is,
1: it, yeah, I mean, my brother and I each got one, and uh, and my mom got them. She, you know, God bless her. She saw those. She's like, I don't know. I know people make fun of them, but I thought maybe they'd be kind of neat, you know, if you're you're going on vacation or something. And now that I have it, it's kind of hilarious, and I kind of love it.
0: Now, will you use it in public? That's the bottom line. That I,
1: I don't know about. Oh, I'm not sure if God. I'm ready to cross that bound yet. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if, I, if I'm if i ready to do it in public or not. I suppose if it's if it's not here, if it's not in Portland, I might do it.
0: Would you use it in Portland?
1: No, like boy. I don't know. Maybe. What
0: about at like a, at like a New Year's Eve party?
1: Uh, well, that is coming up this week. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, maybe I would. I might. I might do it.
0: Greg is holding it right now. He's holding it, and he doesn't even have a camera in it. He's just looking at the end of it as if he's taking a picture of himself.
1: Yeah, I could take a picture right now, and then I could you post it. You know, you could
0: take periscopes of yourself, probably. Oh,
1: that's exactly what we uh-huh. should do. Maybe after the show, we'll periscope with the, with the selfie stick.
0: Oh, my God. I am not getting in a periscope <laughs> with a goddamn <laughs> selfie stick
1: you're gonna have to embrace it Sarah I'm hip now that's kind of what it is this is what it comes down to but no what I was talking about is and I hate the fact that I'm uh, the more I keep saying it the more I realize I cannot use this term but the the hashtag I thought it was Bay caught me sleeping and then it's all these pictures pictures of people taking them taking pictures of themselves sleeping well, they're and then pretending claiming that, 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 that pretending they have a significant other doing yeah. it yeah isn't it Bay caught me sleeping
0: well, I mean, I think that's the, the premise of it, but that's not how it's spelled in internet lingo.
1: Oh, no. The internet
0: spells things differently.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I understand. Thank you. Thank you for... Oh,
0: my gosh. It is like your own grabby arms for a camera.
1: Oh, no, they're like, not grabby arms. you
0: extendo arms.
1: Can I use this to grab things off the top shelf? I am a little, probably, little like, short. You can probably, like, scoop
0: things off. You can kind of <laughs> knock <laughs> them off
1: with the thing. <laughs> knock them off with my selfie <laughs> stick. That's kind of how I get things off the top shelf anyway right now and knock it off and then, you know it's out. less jumping yeah. yeah you can
0: just kind of knock it with the stick
1: yeah that's true I just poke things with a stick at the grocery store and knock them off the top shelf
0: oh my god yeah I
1: could do that either way I think maybe I should just walk around with this like I'll attach it to my like my uh, backpack or something so it's always filming me wherever I go I could be that guy I could just fully embrace it and and do this yeah as people are posting pictures of those uh, memes
0: I told you Bay caught me slipping that's exactly what is it is is that really what they say uh huh slipping And then
1: it's always, but it's always pictures of them sleeping.
0: That's my favorite one that Keila or that Jez just posted in the chat.
1: Yeah, if you're a live subscriber, it's pictures of
0: of people who take pictures of themselves sleeping, but they're pretending that it's their significant other, but you can see them in like a mirror in the background or like something that they don't realize is reflecting that you can actually (laughs) see them holding their own camera.
1: (laughs) That's awesome.
0: It's amazing.
1: Okay. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that. LOL. Bay caught me sleeping. Oh yeah. See, that's somebody who wrote sleeping.
0: Yeah. That's also a nerdy white guy. That's why.
1: Yeah. Okay. But I'm not nerdy. So I'll I'll say slipping.
0: You'll say slipping. Yeah. That's what I'll do. All
1: right. Well, anyway, I did get one for Christmas. So I am, I am very excited and we're going to be using this a lot for the show from now on. I'll take like behind So what is it? Is there like a button on it? Yeah, it's Bluetooth. So it's got a button on it and you just put the camera up there and it click, click, click.
0: Oh my God. Takes
1: pictures. Yeah. That's how it works. Oh yeah, I just did it. Actually, it's already hooked up to my phone. Whoops! Taking pictures left. And Have you right. been over
0: there? Take I've, I've been writing my lifetime movie synopsis. Have you been over there taking pictures of yourself?
1: I've been taking pictures of you too. What? Yeah.
0: That's creepy.
1: Well, what I've got, I, I mean, I can only take so many pictures of myself. Yeah, I took, I took pictures of you. Yep. Yeah, there's pictures okay, of you. That is in so
0: there. creepy. Like, how can you just say, "Oh yeah, I've been taking pictures of you." I've just been over here typing.
1: Well, what do you? Yeah. I wasn't thinking I had that to you were taking a
0: selfie stick and you're over there taking pictures of me.
1: Well, I mean I'm just saying I've I've been yeah, I've been taking pictures of you while you were working. I had to test it out somehow. It's not all pictures of me. I'm not that vain. No, I had to put I had to put, take pictures of something else. Okay. You're the only other thing in here, so I mean <laughs> I'm the only other
0: thing in here. I'm just the lady podcaster I, thing <laughs> over here. <laughs>
1: oh my god. Anyway, that is uh, that is going on. So you did say though you were writing your lifetime review. So we're going to be doing that here in a little bit. I'm
0: super excited about this one. So you're
1: going to be reviewing one of one of your favorite. You love lifetime movies. I do. You're going to be reviewing one of the movies for us coming up here in a little while. Yeah. So because what...
0: people were voting on them yesterday, so I watched two. I watched a bunch of lifetime movies, but the two that stuck out um, this past trip when I go to Bremerton, my parents have uh, a. Uh, the Lifetime Network And they also have The Lifetime Movie Network For B
1: And this is a, a Holiday tradition For you and your sister And your mother All love these things right? Yes Yeah. And
0: so we'll watch A lot of them You know uh, My sister's husband your Will go downstairs father. And watch hi- uh, hockey Yeah. Michael yeah. Uh, My sister's husband And my dad Will like, go down And watch hockey Or my dad Will work in the yard Or something And then we'll all Just watch some Really shitty Lifetime movies So I watched quite a few Uh huh. But the two that stung out, uh, Stuck out to me Were Stalked by my doctor which just (laughs) premiered this past weekend. Stalked by my doctor. Stalked by my doctor. And then the other one was called Social Nightmare. (laughs) Um, So I was going to do Stalked by my doctor, but honest to God, the entire review would be just, it was a girl who was stalked by her doctor like that's pretty much that's it. it he's just a crazy person who became obsessed with a girl that got into a car accident and he like all of a sudden was like fantasizing like he he was totally bonkers so he would like think that they were dating even though they weren't really
1: oh wait he thought he was dating his patient
0: yeah yeah so okay. he'd be like so he that was sounds like interesting it wasn't it was oh. terrible and you're ter- saying it's terrible. If I'm saying it's terrible, like it's nothing and it's it's just like one of the like the old lifetime like he he's played a super creep in like hundreds of lifetime movies. So he's like he's okay. a veteran. It's it's fine. He's doing he's great. He plays creepy dudes super well. So basically, he just he helps this girl after she gets into a car accident. He helps her with like this surgery, and then he becomes obsessed with her. And then blah blah blah. And then he tries to you know murder anybody that gets in their way. And then you know like oh spoiler alert. Then she finds out that it's him. And then it's just, it's just fine. It's basic. You know what? It's it's a basic bitch of a plot. I wanted to go with wow. okay, social nightmare. Social Nightmare had a little more intricacies like woven in and okay, out of it. Okay, so
1: you're going to give us a review of that. Social
0: Nightmare it was a hot steaming pile of crazy. I loved it.
1: Okay, all right. boy. so you, you've already said you love it, but you, gotta, I it. So you I, have I, to tell I, us what went on, but we're going to do that later on, right? We're going to do that
0: later, yeah. Okay. Now I have it. No, I have it all written out. I'm super excited about it. And I was actually looking up because uh, I was just trying to find like the names, because I can remember like some of the names, but not all of them. And I was looking up the reviews, and in, in my lifetime circle of people who also appreciate the terrible world of lifetime movies, uh-huh. this is a much beloved uh, movie. Okay. I am seeing it's much social. beloved. It's much beloved because is- it is just so terribly awful.
1: Okay, all right. Well, yeah. we'll have we'll have that coming up then. Your full mm-hmm. review. Um, I did want to bring up something else too, just 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 for a couple of minutes, because of someone who passed away yesterday a rock god.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: If you haven't heard this, I'm sure you've already heard of it by now, but Lemmy Kilmeister of Motorhead. Lemmy passed away yesterday. That is, that sucks.
0: You and like every single one of my friends is super bummed about that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Motorhead, Motorhead is one of those bands. And even if you've never listened to Motorhead, I'm sure you've heard the name before if you didn't listen to him, but I, I know, I mean, he was 70, so he influenced a lot of generations. But I mean, my college years, I spent a lot of time listening to Motorhead. Pretty much everything I listened to in college now is coming back up, only not in good ways. But <laughs> <laughs> Motorhead, like these are yep. like formative years. Motorhead was awesome. And especially when you when I first started playing in bands and playing music, the beauty of Motorhead and, and Lemmy is the songs aren't very complicated. They're they're pretty much, as I was talking to some people in the live chat um, earlier about this. I think Steve, I was talking about this with um you know they they wrote pretty much the same song over and over. You know they're 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 all the basic chords, mm-hmm. and Lemmy is is awesome at just being a crazy rock and roll frontman singer. Oh yeah, you know, singing on it, and they're 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 essentially the same song over and over, but they're all fucking awesome. Like they just rock, and so it's always fun when you first start playing music. It's like okay, I can probably figure out a Motorhead song, and you start playing it, and it's like okay, this is. This is what rock and roll feels like. It is awesome, and it's. I don't know if that sounds weird, just explaining it that way. But just as from a musician standpoint, they're just a fantastic band. Lemmy's like the epitome of rock and fucking roll. Yeah, like he is that guy. He's he is rock and roll, and so it's it's kind of it's kind of weird seeing now that you know. I mean, he was seventy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I called you, know? you the second I saw it because I knew you were at work, and I'm just like, oh, crap, Greg's going to want to know about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Rick in the live chat says, uh, like, the Ramones, too. Yeah, the Ramones, um, you know, you can always figure out how to play a Ramones song. There, It's like three three chords, essentially. Mm. You know, you can figure it out, but it's still fun to play, and it's fun to listen to, whether you listen to it all the time or just occasionally. And, yeah, with Lemmy, I don't know. That, that just sucks. Yeah. It's like the passing of an era. You know, and it's not... It's not like I would go see Motorhead every time they came to town. I did go see them.
0: I've seen Motorhead once.
1: I saw them. It was...
0: Did you see them at the Roseland?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's (gasps) usually where they would play, I was going to say, well, maybe we were
0: at the same show. I saw them probably, like, 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, it was probably about that that I saw them. Huh. I mean, they've come through a few times since then, and they usually play the Roseland. I
0: would say it was, like, probably 2004, 2005 that I saw (sighs) them.
1: That's probably about when I saw it, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I will say it was the loudest concert I've ever Mm -hmm. been to, because I made the mistake of going up front... And this is back, you know, I was, I was getting in, it eh, wasn't really in the mosh pit too much, but I got up front and just wanted to, to listen. And I didn't wear earplugs. And I remember thinking for about two days afterwards, I mean, I remember this concert specifically because of the ringing I had in my ears for two days. And I started getting uh. really, really scared. I was like, um, I may have just completely fucked up my hearing at a Motorhead concert. Like this may not come back. What if it doesn't come back? Because it it lasted for so long that uh, that it did scare me.
0: No, tonight is I know Steve is saying
1: rookie mistake, and I'm not a rookie. I wasn't a rookie at all by then. I was just I was drinking and I was rocking out, and then uh, it was just a dumb mistake. Mm -hmm. I can't really give any excuses for it. So yeah, that 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 happened, but.
0: Oh, I was Go just gonna say yeah. I, I told you I I met Lemmy once.
1: Yeah, here in town. Yeah, because I know I used to hang out here. Because it was like the place. It, so it was the
0: worst kept secret. Like every time I knew this because of all my friends. You know, like a million Gregs have been my friends throughout the years. Like all my friends who are just like huge Motorhead fans, and it was a it was like the worst kept secret that every time that Motorhead was in town. That uh, after the show, Lemmy would go over to Magic Gardens and play the video poker machine. Yeah. Which every time, like every time, because we'd be like downtown and someone would be like, oh, Motorhead's in town. We should totally go to Magic Gardens because Lemmy's going to be there. Sure as shit. Uh, Magic, the now defunct Magic Gardens. It was my favorite strip club. Really cool strip club downtown.
1: Well, let's not say uh, an iconic strip club. I mean, it's... I, would I loved say
0: it. Was, it was it was my favorite one. I uh, loved it with the crotch... I've, with, like, oh, the I've been there many times. bartender and... Yeah. You could play some pool and, like, the tiniest, like, stripper stage in the world.
1: Yeah, I just don't think cool is the right word for it. But it's some you went iconic.
0: Well, maybe I thought it was cool. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so we go there and, and uh, sure as shit, like, at the back poker machine next to the women's bathroom, Lemmy would just be sitting there just, like, plunking uh-huh. away with his, like, Whiskey, Coke, or whatever, and you know all my guy friends would be like, "Oh my fucking god, that's Lemmy!" <laughs> <laughs> and he was nice. He was small. He was nice. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I I never met him. Never met him. Mm. Uh, but I did hear that he would he would always be there at uh, at Magic Gardens. That's that's awesome. But I mean, between you know, Lemmy, Lemmy passing, it's like I, I keep thinking about this, like all the metal from from. Like, college is when I was really into metal. Like, high school through college and then past that. And then I just kind of stuck with that era. I didn't move on to a whole lot of other bands, but the bands from my era I still love and I'll listen to. You know, I mean, like, Typo Negative, when Peter Steele that, that sucked for mm-hmm. me. Because that is my favorite band probably of all time is Typo Negative, Negative. And so there's, there's that, you know, Typo Negative, and then, like, Wayne Static passed away earlier this year. Dimebag Daryl was a while ago, and that was a whole different kind of situation. But I think the topper for me for realizing that not only are they getting old, I'm getting old, is over the weekend, I was watching, I think it was some NFL or something like that, and there was a Carl's Jr. commercial where in the background, the music they were playing showing off the new burger was Pantera, I'm Broken, which is my favorite Pantera song of all time. Like I, you know, when I I was rocking out, I would listen to I'm Broken. I love that song. And now it's on a Carl's Jr. commercial. Oh. It has just tainted it and ruined. One of my favorite metal songs of all time is ruined now. I mean, it's not ruined, ruined. But if I start playing it now, there's going to be people that only know it's like, oh, that's the Carl's Jr. song.
0: Nobody's going to say they know it from the oh. Carl's Jr.
1: commercial. I mean, the riff is pretty. It's pretty recognizable. Oh. It's pretty recognizable. I mean it doesn't ruin the song for me, but it does uh it just hurts. It's like, really? Pantera? Come on. I mean, maybe they need some money. And I'm sure they maybe, I don't know. Maybe they didn't hold out of their money. I thought that well.
0: Carl's Jr. money is pretty uh sweet money.
1: <sighs> Man, I mean it's it's it just hurt.
0: No, that's true. That would be like if I heard uh, like No Effects singing like a Burger King commercial or something. Yeah,
1: that would that would that be would just be just as bad. That would
0: be disheartening. You know. <laughs> All right. It's being asked. Why would you not want something that you liked plastered everywhere? <laughs> Does it feel like it's just cheapening it?
1: Yeah, because now it's just associated with Carl's Jr. This is like one of my favorite. I don't know. It's just. It's. I like it.
0: This part isn't in the Carl's Jr. commercial, is it? This part is not. French fries. <laughs> Maybe they're big fans. I think. Of Carl's I think part Jr. of it. I mean. I guess.
1: I can see that question like, oh yeah, shouldn't you be happy that it's everywhere now, that it's not crappy music? I don't watch TV for the Carl's Jr. commercials. I really don't care. It's fine if it's music I don't listen to behind it. That's This is not going to make me buy Carl's Jr. If, that's the, if the goal was to appeal to people in my age range with my taste in music, this does the opposite for me. I will not go to Carl's Jr. I Why would go. it
0: make you not want to go to Carl's Jr.
1: Because I don't want to associate my metal song with a hamburger. The song meant something, and
0: now <sighs> maybe Pantera wants you to associate their metal song with a hamburger. Well,
1: maybe I need to. I maybe it's my fault. I should have bought more Pantera albums.
0: Maybe you should have. I bought
1: pretty much all of them. I mean, come on. I gave my part.
0: Maybe you should listen to the Pantera album while you're waiting in line at Carl's Jr. and listen to the song while you're eating oh, yeah. like I love, a cheeseburger. I love
1: Carl's Jr., dude. see if
0: it makes it taste better.
1: Oh, man. It's just, I, I guess, yeah, if the band needs money, the band needs money. Steve in the live chat is saying Pantera is classic rock at this point. That's so
0: sad. I'm so old. Yeah. Oh. Everything that we listen to Pantera in college is classic rock is. Now. Oh, that's awful. Oh yeah, I mean, Sublime is classic rock. Like, I mean, of course, like, you know, Nirvana and like all of that stuff is... Pearl Jam, all them. Bush Bush. is classic rock.
1: Well, I don't care about Bush, but...
0: Someone cut that out. (laughs) (sighs) It's just... Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of classic rock, I just remembered this. I wanted to talk about this from Bremerton, and I totally remembered it now. So when I was in Bremerton this past weekend, speaking of classic rock... Oh, my God. So uh, my good friend Tanea, she has a younger sister. who uh, Her sister and uh, her fiancé are living with her right now. And they're both early 20s. They're like 22. Uh Uh-huh. And they had like this little friend who, God bless her, she was fine. She was just really like... Really over the top and just really like obnoxious.
1: Like, over the top, how?
0: Like, just very loud and abrasive, and just like, I know everything about everything. Just like, oh, I'm 22! Blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. Oh, 22 year old know it all kind of
0: 22 year old know it all. I mean, not What's a bad back to the person, future, but it was just so. So, anyway, so, um, Tanea's little sister and uh, the, the loud girl, and then her fiance, they're all standing there, you know, listening to music, and they're like, you know, what we want to listen to, We're like, we want to listen to our retro 90s. Pandora Station. So they start listening to their 90s station, and you know, all kinds of like chump, like we were talking about, like Chumbawumba comes on, and like they're all like proudly singing along the words, like, we know all these old people songs. And I'm like, oh my God, they're singing along with like Sugar Ray, and um, I guess Wilson Phillips is more like early 90s, but like all kinds of things. And then the loudmouth girl keeps going off and off. She's like, oh my gosh, I just want to tell you, I'm just like the biggest fan of Nirvana. Like, I love. Nirvana so much like whenever my friend and I are riding around in his truck we listen to Nirvana like all the time and I'm like oh okay do you have a favorite song of theirs because at this point I'm just kind of irritated yeah and I'm not even a big Nirvana fan at all but like the way that she's like oh yeah I totally know that oh yeah I remember oh, a lot of Third Eye Blind the singing along to Third Eye Blind so all of this you know Tanea and I are weirded mm, out because I all- don't know
1: why I'm just getting angry right now
0: This is all stuff that, like, we used to listen to in high school and for some reason, like, listening to these 22-year-olds talk about, like, oh, look how kitschy it is. Oh, it's so weird. And then so so the loudmouth girl (laughs) kept talking about what a big Nirvana fan she was and her and her friend listened to it in the car all the time. And so I'm like, oh, what song is your favorite? She's like, oh, well, she gave the blanket, the blanket 22-year-old where you don't really know what you're talking about that, oh, I like all of them. (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, do you know, and... And I just couldn't let it go. I'm just like this girl. She's just
1: just dug in.
0: She, I mean, she just kept talking about like her favorite.
1: Like, so who was this girl again? Have, what relation? the
0: roommate of uh, of Tinea's little sister?
1: Okay, yeah. All right.
0: So I'd never met her before. Being <laughs>
1: Northern Shack, Shaq, Employment radio, angry old folks.
0: I know, right? Arr! No, but she's. I'm just like so back in my day. <laughs> I just, just really quick. I just want. No, I just yeah, yeah I, I, I know. So about the i like, She's talking at me like. She knows Telling Nirvana, you about like, Nirvana Better than She's just like Oh yeah I'm a huge fan of Nirvana And I'm like Oh my god Okay I'm <laughs> like so what songs are? You, oh all of them are my favorite And so I was like Okay well what album Are you listening to She's like Oh we're listening to My fam- my favorite album It was Nirvana's Greatest Hits <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe I forgot about that <coughs> In other news Nirvana has a Greatest Hits CD Oh, oh.
1: This must be what it's. I mean, this is what it's like getting old when your music gets taken. You know, I mean, I didn't growing even up, know
0: what to. sound like, I was just. I'm like, okay, I'm all like, right, that is yeah. A CD.
1: That that's one. Yeah, that's something that apparently has been put out at some point. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is something. Though I think. And it sucks. And I don't like having to get used to it at all. But now I think I understand people when we were that age.
0: Whippersnappers. You
1: know, o- older people complaining oh, about yeah, shuck, music so and stop everything. Oh,
0: listening to my music, you whippersnappers.
1: Yeah. Um, I think now I'm starting to get it.
0: Mm.
1: I'm at the age where I'm starting to get it. It's like, oh, yeah, that must have sucked. Huh. All your music got commercialized. <laughs> all of your things got <laughs> it your favorite oh start somebody posted away. a picture
0: in the chat oh it does exist nirvana's greatest hits. oh i'm
1: sure it does yeah i mean i mean, guess it did allison like... chains has one too yeah um oh.
0: it was just it was it's just funny. i feel like
1: this is the start and <laughs> it's being asked in the chat what it, i saw, saw uh mr jenky post this earlier funemploymentradio.com slash live if you're a live subscriber you can go to um, funemploymentradio.com slash live, and you can join in the chat and comment and listen to all the live shows. Subscriptions are six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Uh, it's being asked, Courage, my band, what it would take for me to be put into a commercial. Well, that's that's different. Courage is made to sell out. So uh, I would have to talk to the rest of the band. I think it would have to be a little chunk of change. But I, I, I'm-
0: At least $100. At least,
1: at least.
0: At least $100.
1: A free tab for one night at a bar. Mm. You know, I mean, we're talking- we're talking big bucks and some tacos.
0: I remember when my heart was first broken, um, when I was in high school, and I was still really, really, really into Bob Dylan. And I, I think this was like when I was in tenth or eleventh grade, so it was probably like '96 or '97. And I remember it was this big deal because Bob Dylan sang the theme song for a uh, Victoria's Secret like
1: Oh yeah, the Angels. Do you thing. remember that,
0: the Angels commercial? Yeah. And I remember that horrible sound I was like, "I'm walking" or something. Yeah. And it just, it shattered me. Why I did was, that bother you? It bummed me out because I don't. Because I always thought Bob Dylan was a uh, was was better than that. <laughs> I always thought <laughs> Bob like, Dylan
1: lacks chicks.
0: I know. I was like, but Bobby D, <laughs> and he was getting older be, then
1: too. Even back then.
0: Even back then, he's getting older still. You know, um, he's ancient
1: now. He's doing commercials now with. Uh,
0: I saw for like a uh, Amazon or something. Yeah, like something Windows, like that. something along those lines. <laughs> Oh! This ah, I mean, just pictures of boobs. Of course, it's pictures of boobs.
1: And then some girl in a bra with a cowboy hat and angel wings.
0: Of course, of course. That was why I was sad. I was That's like, oh, hilarious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bobby D wants to look at boobs <laughs> alright hey, you do you know you, Bobby
1: uh Jen Keeson in the chat knowing, noting selling out is far more severe if you don't need the money yeah I'm, I'm gonna guess Bob Dylan's doing fine on money
0: Bob Dylan is doing a okay
1: unless he spent all his money I don't know but I don't think so
0: Mm-mm.
1: yeah I'm not sure I'm not entirely sure but, All right. Know. well anyway there it is
0: Yeah, and there is our old segment <laughs> let's get back <laughs> to the fun shall we <laughs>
1: R.I.P. Lemmy
0: Alright, let me scroll up from my review of Social Nightmare Here we go! This is something I never actually thought about Well, this first story Alright, well, first let me do the intro Hello, my friends My name is Sarah X. Dillon. I'm old Welcome to my world of crazy Crazy I didn't really think about this. So, um, of course, we all know, even here in Portland, Oregon, that there is an abundance of Airbnbs everywhere. Yes. I did, this never, this thought never even occurred to me that it could actually be a possibility. But this is something that actually happened to a woman. So, a woman, a German woman, who decided to travel to California to stay for a little while, is suing Airbnb after she found hidden cameras inside of the California oh. rental where she had stayed in for days and she said that she's particularly freaked out because she sleeps naked and she oh. found the cameras actually pointed at her so she was staring at a California Airbnb rental when her partner spotted a remote controlled recording device tucked between a collection of candles on one of the shelves in the living room facing toward the bed
1: oh and- creepy
0: so this woman, her name is Yvonne Schumacher. She believes the camera might have been recording footage of her naked. Now she's suing the San Francisco-based home-sharing website and the owners of the rental property. I mean, my God, if you let anybody become a hotel or an apartment, like, what What kind of shit do you think is going to happen? There are some seedy, weird motherfuckers out there.
1: I mean, I've stayed in an Airbnb before.
0: I mean, I have too, but I mean, they really don't have to. Do they have to adhere to the same standards of, like, cleanliness? and
1: Cleanliness, I think they do. Who, yeah, I who police is
0: it? I mean, I know like with food guards. Only,
1: yeah, I think it's just like you leave bad reviews or something. Yeah, you like, to like, Airbnb. Cards, I don't they, know. They have
0: to follow like the same food guidance. You know, like they follow all. I of- think
1: there's rules on it, but I again, I've never done it, so I I've never like rented out a room via Airbnb. Oh, there's just there's cameras in there. That's- I
0: know. That's all I'm gonna think does that there's cameras. So, uh, so she's suing Airbnb and the owners of the rental property for good reason. So Schumacher booked an apartment in Irvine, California for a month. And on her third day, her partner, Kevin Stockton, discovered the camera. The device was turned on. It looked like it was mo- like a motion detector and it would be turned on when they were in the room. The lawsuit claimed that Schumacher uh, said that she walked around the apartment without any clothes on and slept naked. Uh, she said notably that, well her attorney said notably while staying as a guest on the property, she would sleep without any clothing, believed that the front door was closed and the window b- blinds were drawn so that she was protected from free and prying, uh, from prying eyes. However, this proved to be incorrect once the mini cameras were discovered. Ugh
1: Oh man.
0: Yeah, so in a statement, uh, Airbnb says, though we do not comment on pending litigation, we will defend it rigorously. Airbnb takes privacy issues extremely seriously. All hosts must certify that they comply with all applicable laws in their locations and are, of course, expected to respect the privacy of their guests.
1: I mean, is that a law, though?
0: California's two party consent law states that you must always get the consent of all parties before recording any situation.
1: I suppose California would have that, yeah. Okay.
0: I believe that's. That's also the case, I think, in Oregon. You can't record somebody without their consent. Stop playing your, with your selfie your stick, own Greg. House. That sounds wrong. Stop playing with your selfie yeah, stick, Greg. Yeah, it does sound wrong. Well, I, maybe you should I stop slapped, playing with your selfie I stick, Greg. I slapped
1: coffee and it was a movie. Get to wipe the coffee up. Um, what is the rule on that if it's in your own house?
0: Um, I, I don't know if it's on your what it is on your property or not. But this says there's a two-party consent law in California, so I don't think that specifies property or not. I think that means you have to be asked to be recorded, which I believe is the law in What about, in like, Oregon. security cameras, though? Um, I think this is audio. Oh, I don't know. Hmm, I don't know. I don't live in California. and I don't study law, so. Oh, well, then you're of no use. I am really of no use. Out of Evergreen Park, Illinois, authorities say that a suburban Chicago bank robber was arrested... After he was not very graceful in his robbery and ended up dropping his cell phone and paperwork with his full name and address on it at the scene of the crime. (laughs) Federal prosecutors say a criminal complaint uh, was filed against Kenneth Holman, 53 years young. Uh, So this happened when he walked into a First National Bank in Evergreen Park and demanded all the fucking money. (laughs) That's what he said. That's what he said? All right. That's what he said. Prosecutors said that Holman fled with $1,800. But he left behind sheets of paper that he had used to cover his face during the robber uh, robbery. He used those, paper? He used the paper to cover his face during the robbery on those sheets of paper. A forfeiture notice bearing his name and home address. <laughs> Holman also dropped his cell phone outside of the bank when an armed security guard fired a, a gun into the air as a warning so he ended up dropping his cell phone his unlocked cell phone with all of his contacts and information Sweet. on there. Investigators say they used the information from both his personal cell phone and the paperwork with all of his personal information on it to contact Holman's family members who identified him from bank surveillance foot uh, surveillance footage. He was arrested without incident. FBI uh, investigators also believe Holman was behind three other Chicago area bank robberies earlier this year, but no charges have yet to be filed.
1: He's that dumb, but he got away with three bank robberies? That's what
0: I was thinking. Like, three of them before that?
1: Damn. Is, it's that easy to rob a bank nowadays? Not that I would ever do that. That's not a...
0: I don't believe it's that easy not to advocating. rob a bank. I,
1: I mean, this guy's dumb enough to leave his cell phone and a piece of paper with all his info on it.
0: I mean, well... And he got away with three, three other bank ones? Because he didn't... I don't think they They're probably trying to pin other ones on him because they're like, well, this guy's an idiot.
1: Oh, it's an inside job.
0: It's a I'm, cover up. I'm not saying at He's all that the Chicago PD are at all right, yeah, whatsoever. America's
1: most trusted police they department?
0: They seem very trustworthy. The Chicago PD? I am sure that nothing untoward is happening. There's
1: been no instances of this. I'm sure the that news. this
0: mastermind was able to get away with three squeaky clean robberies before dropping all of his personal items at this last one. Huh. <laughs>
1: nothing in the news about them. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. Out of Indianapolis, a 69-year-old woman uh, from Indiana caused almost $3,000 worth of damage to her neighbor's home when she repeatedly and secretly threw urine onto the sides of it. <laughs> she was covering some her neighbor's house with urine secretly. Ew. Almost $3,000 worth of damage worth. So, this Wait, woman's name is So, she
1: was just like dumping buckets on there? Or? Let me
0: tell you. So, Jackie Van Tile, she allegedly uh, threw body waste that she had stockpiled in a mop bucket Ew. in her house.
1: That's really messed at the prop- up.
0: On, onto the property next to hers. Now, this is in Lynn, in Lynn Indiana, which is 80 miles east of Indianapolis. So her neighbor, who was getting said buckets of urine thrown onto his house, uh, Joseph Bassler, called Lynn police after suspecting that Miss Jackie Van Tyle, to whom he hadn't spoken to in more than a decade, uh, he believed that she was behind the bizarre attacks, but he didn't know why. So the police officer wrote into his report when he S- showed up. So did up.
1: he see her throwing it or just like a consistent smell? And he-,
0: he said that he suspected that Van Tyle was behind the bizarre attacks. Who else would be doing it? I, Well, that's why she was the main suspect. I don't know. So the police officer who showed up wrote in his report that when he approached Joseph Bassler's house, there was a, quote, very strong odor of urine coming from the home as he was approached, and it was obvious that something was thrown on the walls. However, uh, let's see, Bassler's instincts were indeed proven to be true. After surveillance camera footage that Bassler set up reportedly filmed Van throwing... Oh. The mop bucket's full of urine onto his house. Now, police questioned Van Tyle and she initially desi- uh, denied doing it. No, I did not. I did not do that. But later, she did, in fact, confess to collecting her own urine and bucket for over a period of several months and throwing it onto the neighbor's home whenever the occupants were out.
1: What? Why did she do this?
0: When asked why she did it, Jackie said, I don't like him. He's a bad neighbor. Um, let's see, she told, that's what she told officers when she was asked to explain her actions. Uh, Jackie also said that she admitted to be, do- that she'd been doing this all summer long. <laughs> while well, the urine had corroded the siding on Bassler's home and needed to replace, uh, be replaced at the cost of upwards of $3,000, while Vantile has been charged with criminal mischief and faces up to a year in jail if convicted, she's due to appear in Superior Court on January 12th. I'm going to guess she does not
1: have $3,000 to pay for that. That's, like, a really determined woman. That's, I mean, yeah, that's... Plan- that means she had to sit in her own house with a bucket of urine the whole time.
0: She's been adding to the She's bucket of urine. She's been peeing in a
1: bucket for months. That's a
0: lot of... That's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of commitment, and just the smell. Oh, my the God. The smell alone in her own house. God. <clears throat> Ugh.
0: I'm assuming is a fairly warm place.
1: Well, it's summer I'm-
0: summer. I mean, this is early October. Yeah, so that's, like, tail end of summer. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Got got a lot of classy stories today. This next one out of Minnesota. It's happened yesterday. Minnesota cops are on the search for a man who pointed a handgun at an adult video store employee during a dispute over a malfunctioning penis pump. <laughs> According to a police report, this just happened at Viva Video in Minnesota, the suspect approached the clerk at Viva Video and attempted to return a sexual device aka a penis pump that he had previously purchased at the St. Paul business now the customer claimed the item which police identified again as a penis pump did not work as advertised however the store clerk declined the return request because the pump had been used therefore <laughs> yeah they were not able to uh, accept it back stands to reason well after being rebuffed by the employee the suspect then decided to pull out a black handgun Jeez. and threaten the clerk that was all before fleeing this from the This sounds like a Reno 911 sketch. It does sound like a, he was not on roller skates, but yeah. it does sound like he should be. <laughs> uh, officers have noted that they have limited Daryl, you calm down. Daryl, Daryl, get back here. I mean, how many penis pumps do you think a small sex store in St. Paul, Minnesota is selling? I mean... Wouldn't I don't they be know able to track back, like somebody who recently bought a penis pump from there. Well,
1: I mean, they probably don't keep track of their names, but yeah, you'd but think they probably have secure. surveillance
0: footage in there. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they don't so officers. I don't know. I
1: don't know the penis pump market, so I'm I'll be honest..
0: Okay. That's fair enough, fair enough. I uh, did just
1: put that into my Google search history though, because I was trying to find the story. Yeah.
0: well, officers noted that they had limited suspect information, and a police spokesperson said that there is no arrest. Uh, No arrest has been made in connection with the penis pump incident. So did they take it back? Uh, No, He left it. Oh. So they have not I mean, they have it. He didn't get his refund, and he didn't grab a new penis pump. He just kind of dropped it off, yelled at the store clerk, held up a gun, and then left. And now he's on the run.
1: Wow. Uh,
0: So investigators have classified this as a felony aggravated assault with a firearm when and if they do catch the penis pump guy. And finally... I wanted to end with a with a rock and roll story for you, Greg. Okay. Because I know it's your it, it's a sad Lemmy day. Yep. So this is out of Madison, Wisconsin. Thank you to everyone who sent this to me too. Was, um, I appreciate you always thinking of me. Please always send me stories. A man in Madison, Wisconsin, has been arrested after he threw a beer bottle at a bartender when she changed the music in the bar from Black Sabbath to Christmas music.
1: <laughs> 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 I mean. <laughs>
0: She's I don't okay. know the full he story. Didn't, he didn't hit her. Then, I mean... A man in Madison, Wisconsin kind has kind of been warranted in a way. After he threw a beer bottle at a bartender who changed the music in the bar from Black Sabbath to Christmas music. I mean...
1: Ugh, so this legally happened... Legally speaking, that is kind of a crime.
0: So this happened last Thursday. So this is last Thursday, so Christmas Eve, uh, 4 p.m. last Thursday. Uh, police were called to the Farm Tavern Bar in Madison, Wisconsin, over a report of a disturbance and determined the suspect left the bar. An officer spoke to many of the patrons in the bar and were able to identify the suspect as Christopher Gambeck, uh, Gambeck, who was uh, described as intoxicated and violent. The 33-year-old Gambeck was upset because the bartender changed the music in the bar from Black Sabbath to Christmas music. When this happened, Gamebeck, quote, chugged his glass bottle of Budweiser beer, slammed it down on the counter, and then threw the bottle in the direction of the female bartender after yelling female-specific expletives at her.
1: Oh, okay. He's one of those guys. It does
0: not say what it says. Yeah. Other uh, other patrons in the bar prevented Gamebeck from going behind the counter as he circled the bar with his fists clenched, cursing the Christmas music. <laughs> well, Gamebeck's uh, uncle was also there drinking. <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin makes sense uh, and eventually intervened and directed Gambek, uh to the door. Now Gambeck left, ba- uh, left the bar, however, on his Damn way up. Out- you get out of here
1: now. You get all riled up again.
0: Ugh. Well, he left the bar, but not before throwing a hissy fit, pulling down a Christmas tree and breaking several ornaments on his way out well, as his uncle was trying to force him out.
1: It's very Grinch-like behavior. That's now, I'm a Black Sabbath grinchy. fan, too, and I understand being pissed off if it just got shut off in the middle of a song. Gambek was it the middle the- of a song or did... Did they wait until the end of I it? Do,
0: it doesn't specifically say.
1: Because that would be, you know, if you're in the middle of something. I mean, if you're
0: in the middle of a song, that'd be pretty rude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, police, in the uh, middle were of fairies wear
1: boots and then all of a sudden, <laughs> jingle wheels. Yeah. I would be I would be annoyed. Well, I wouldn't throw anything, though.
0: Well, police came to Gambex's residence and he rushed at police officers, which, of course, is always a great idea to do. After you've already, you know, attacked a bartender, torn down their Christmas tree and ran... Uh, he was threatened with a taser before he finally calmed down and was taken into custody. He also said more gender-based obscenities toward female officers as he was being taken to jail.
1: All right. Well, That's I mean, just, I'm not going to defend this guy. I'm just saying.
0: But I, I know that you would prefer Black Sabbath to yes. Christmas music. It I was
1: know. rude but it, what she did, but it does not warrant any of this behavior.
0: Gambek is now facing disorderly conduct and a, uh, criminal damage to property charges. For that little Christmas tree incident along with throwing the beer bottles. So there you have it. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. What?
1: Nothing. That was that was good. Thank you. That was some good world of crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That guy looks
0: exactly like how you would think he does, too. Uh, there's a picture yeah. of him in the chat.
1: Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's that dude.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's that dude. Every bar's got one. He does look that guy. Look, look that guy. Yep. Um, I mean, I would be
0: annoyed. No, I know you'd be annoyed, but you yeah. wouldn't. No. Be an asshole. no, okay. I would not.
1: No, no, I wouldn't. Do, I wouldn't do those kinds of things. All right. Well, um, <laughs> we do need to get to your lifetime movie review. Okay, I didn't just know if you up wanted to just go. A okay. Yeah. I. I mean, there's not a whole lot that's happened in ball talk. I think that's that's worthy of taking this over. Sure. And, and talking about that, I do want to bring up one other thing though, so, because we have a couple of days left here of the fine special that is available via D. Leonidas Photography. So the Fun Employment Radio Holiday Portrait Special is still there. Uh, Go there now and purchase it so that you can use it or purchase it for someone else. It's a fantastic deal. They are wonderful photographers here out of Portland, Oregon, and they're fun to work with. Everybody we've talked to that's gone there has had a great experience. We have seen the
0: best pictures from yeah. couples, from families, from themed like pictures. It's Anything been you can
1: think of, they they can handle. Um, even if you're having events or something like that, too, that's another great way. But the portrait special right now, go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. If you're on your phone, just scroll to the bottom and you'll see the, the link to their site. If you're on a computer, it's over there on the right. And it is the the De Leonidas Photography logo. Click on that; it'll take you right there to the portrait special and pick one up. Just order it now. It, they are they're wonderful sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate them, and you're getting a hell of a deal by ordering this. Mm-hmm. So, De Leonidas Photography—they are awesome—and get your holiday special now. All right, so. Ooh, this it's time. Creepy. Is this is this the right music for it?
0: I think it is. Well, I don't know. I just want it to be dramatic. I don't want the music to take away from the story. Okay. So well, I feel let's like it's let's okay. explain
1: what's going on here. So, Sarah is a lifetime movie aficionado, it's as true. we talked about earlier. Mm. And over the holidays, she spent her time watching one of these. This is a frequent segment. Now, normally, this segment Sarah has to completely describe the movie in two minutes and or it's less. Too
0: rushed, and Greg is like, "Well, ah, Sarah, nobody cares." Rules
1: are care. rules. When it's two minutes, you have two minutes to do it. Now. We're going to expand that a little bit so you can explain what's going on. And mostly, this is the segment of Sarah Watches Movies So You Don't Have To, because I'm probably never going to watch this, whatever this one is. It's called, what is it? Social Nightmare. Social Nightmare. And this was on the Lifetime Movie Network, of which Sarah clearly needs to get another job at. Um, All right, Sarah, so are you prepared? Do you have the right music that you want? Are you going to set the stage for us? Now, remember, most of us are not lifetime movie watchers. Sure. And I have no idea what the concept of social nightmare is, although I could probably guess. Um, Tell
0: me what you think the concept of social nightmare is.
1: It's a girl who gets online mm-hmm. and she has, maybe it's not Facebook, but they call it like Lifebook or something like that in there so they don't have to get so sued. So close. Uh, LifeNet or Life... Friends or something like that. Life Mm, pals.
0: All those are better than what they actually call it in the movie.
1: (laughs) Friendship book. Uh, Something like that. It's going to be something like that. And then she's on there. This is my idea of what it is. She's on there and she starts getting bullied by people. And then she gets these anonymous messages from somebody. Somehow they can send it anonymously. No,
0: that's cyber bully. You're doing the plot to cyberbully. cyber bully. That is not at all social nightmare. Then
1: she's just getting bullied by people. Again, and they post a video of her in a compromising position or something like that.
0: No, that's a different. That's a, that's a different one.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. All right, uh, friend, Facebook. It's being suggested in the chat. Maybe that was it.
0: That's the boy she met online.
1: What? Okay. So anyway, she's she's bullied, and then she goes from there. And you know
0: what? Actually, you're gonna ruin like the, the gloriousness of the story. Because I already guessed stop it. Stop you there. No, you didn't. You didn't. Okay. But you're gonna muck up the waters. All you're right. already mucking it up. Okay. I don't need you to muck it up. Okay. All right. December 29th, 2015, in a episode of I Watch It So You Don't Have To. Or do watch it, because it's kind of hilarious. I give you my review. And not so much my review, as it is a review slash summary of one of my new all-time favorite Lifetime movies. <coughs> Social Nightmare.
1: Social nightmare. Social
0: nightmare. Oh, I forgot.
1: I can't figure out on the new board. I don't know how to do the Social nightmare. No, you're just gonna have to do it on your own.
0: I think I did pretty good. Yeah. Now, social nightmare might have a familiar face that you might know. Kind of familiar, not too familiar, because she's really fucked up her face. Now, social N- nightmare stars a young, beautiful actress who uh, plays the character of Kat. Kat Hardy. Kat Hardy is our who is, is the, the heroine.
1: Uh, <coughs> who's the actress? Sorry.
0: Uh, I don't know the the name of the actress. Do okay. not get distracted by looking up young hot actresses. You were listening to me.
1: I that's not what I typed in.
0: But she's also so the thing that's distracting about this. So Kat Hardy is the is the heroine of the story. Cat uh, Hardy. Okay. Cat Hardy. Her mother is played by the severely plastic surgery deformed Daryl Hannah.
1: Oh no. She has
0: gone above and beyond. Really. She has I think I said this on the show. My sister and I were watching it, and my sister said, wow, that looks like Daryl Hannah if she had a lot of really bad plastic surgery. I'm like, no, seriously, that's Daryl Hannah with a lot of really bad plastic surgery.
1: Oh. She
0: has just she has gone past the point of no return. That's
1: too bad. It
0: is it is too bad. She
1: was a pretty lady at one point.
0: My Lord Almighty. She, oh,
1: good God. Yeah,
0: it's terrible. Holy
1: shit. It's ter- like, I don't even I'm know. I'm sorry, if- I looked this up. I, I did. Oh, man.
0: Like, I don't know what surgeon was like, okay.
1: She has had... She's not even recognizable as She's Daryl Hannah. She's
0: unrecognizable as Daryl Hannah, yeah.
1: Right. Oh, that sucks.
0: All right, so let me get to Social Nightmare. So I was just setting the stage for the two, two main people. So uh, there's Cat Hardy. There's Susan Hardy. That's uh, Daryl Hannah. So Cat Hardy, young, beautiful. Blonde, Senior in high school. She's the belle of the ball. She's running for school president. Oh,
1: she's popular and running for president. She's, uh, uh, she's
0: running for school president. She just got accepted to her dream college. Uh, she got accepted to Brown early. It's very exciting. Okay. They use a uh, real college team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kat Hardy's best name is Emily Hargrove. That
1: would be like Har Yale or something like that. Or
0: no, it's, it's Kat and Emily. They've been best Yildred. best friends for life. Uh, and, Kat and Kat and Emily both applied to Brown. Uh, Emily, and they have their life plan set together. So they like are going to you know, eventually start up their own marketing firm. And they have these high school dreams about going to college together and starting their own business. Okay. Now, Kat and Emily are kind of in a little bit of a pickle because they're running against uh, each other for class president. Oh, no. Now, Emily is kind of a little bit jealous because Kat always gets what she wants. Uh, also, at this point... Kat does actually win, she becomes president of the school, and that's also the time when Emily also discovers that she was not accepted to Brown. Oh, we should Therefore, say this is
1: full of spoilers too. This is
0: full of spoilers. Sorry. This is spoiler Whoa, this is this is a spoiler network right here. I'm so sorry. Alright, so so anyway, so Kat wins class president. Kat gets to go to Brown. Emily does not win. In fact, she just loses to Emily again or to cat again, she doesn't get accepted to Brown. So Kat, it, you know, invites Emily to come over so that they can stay up all night writing, you know, a plea to to bid the school to, like, reconsider uh, her application to try okay. and apply it at Brown. Sure. So after they've done this, they've stayed up all night. The next day when uh, Kat wakes up, she's getting all these text messages from people because they're like, why would you post that online? Why would you post that on your buddy me page? Oh no, no, buddy oh, me. Oh, yes. That's the name they came up with? Mine
1: were so much better.
0: I know they were. Buddy me? So everyone's texting her like, well, <laughs> WTF cat, why would you post that on your buddy me page? So then Kat goes <laughs> and looks at her buddy me page and she sees that someone had hacked into her account and wrote like, Later, bitches. I'm going to Brown. You all are losers. <laughs> And she's That's like, what she said on her Buddy like, Me account? oh my god, I didn't write that. So she calls Emily because she knows that Emily's probably upset because she thinks that maybe it looks like she's saying that directly to Emily because Emily wasn't good enough to get accepted to Brown. Emily, of course, is upset, thinks that Kat's calling her stupid.
1: What, Emily? Yeah, I think about this. So that was this. just the
0: first of many hits. So oh, Kat's man. just like, oh my god, she's at school, everyone's thinking that she's pompous because she just won class president. She got accepted to Brown, then she's on online the, on, the, on the, her Buddy Me site, like taunting people. My Buddy Me page. Then all of a sudden it comes out, oh my gosh, this new thing on the internet where it's called Kat list, where all what? of a sudden it's a website that it looks like she created which was a list of all the sluts in school. Oh no, she's mm-hmm. got a slut page? So uh, this, this webpage claims that cat published uh, a webpage of all the sluts in school. So now Kat has smart shamed everybody because she got into Brown. She slut shamed everybody. Nobody likes her, especially her lifelong best friend, Emily. So Emily's a little resentful at this point. Ooh, and <sighs> did I she call
1: to... Did she call Emily a slut on there too? She
0: did. Uh, she is on Kat's oh, slut page. Geez. She is on Kat's slut page.
1: Wait, if she's calling everybody a slut doesn't that kind of...
0: It wasn't everybody. It was just the specific sluts. Oh,
1: okay, all right, fair enough. Oh, and also
0: at this point, I need to mention. So, Kat has a worthless boyfriend. I can't even remember his name. Uh, He's her boyfriend. All all he's there for is like to pepper in like a couple makeouts every now and again, and be like, "Oh, I can't wait till next year and we're both together." Blah blah blah. It's just like a bullshit relationship. And there's a subplot where she uh, apparently on her slut page lets the whole world know that her boyfriend's sister. This is a big secret. Is adopted. So. She re- she releases that information on the slut page. The boyfriend is mad because she had sworn not to tell anybody because the sister didn't know that she was adopted. So she found out from Kat's slut page Holy that she was adopted. Holy
1: shit, this is a lot of stuff on a slut page.
0: Yeah, so she had sworn not to tell anybody that the that the sister was adopted. Uh, so the boyfriend's super pissed and decides that in order to pay Kat back for outing his sister as being adopted, he's going to post online all of the underwear pictures that she sent to him.
1: Oh, no. Kat's <laughs> been sending underwear pictures?
0: She has been sending seductive underwear pictures, and they posted
1: these online.
0: Yeah, so all this is and online. It's on
1: BuddyMe.com. So Where would one still, go to somebody's see? Somebody's still
0: at her BuddyMe account, like taunting people, calling people bitches. Where would
1: one go to see these if they wanted to see
0: uh, the underwear I pictures? I All you have to do is watch the social nightmare.
1: But how far into it do you think that is? So
0: Kat is like, she's she's you know trying to convince everybody that she's not doing it. Now these underwear pictures are out, she's humiliated. Nobody believes her that she's not doing it. Everyone thinks that she's behind everything and everyone just thinks that she's horrible and she doesn't know what to do. So now Emily won't talk to her. Nobody believes that Kat isn't behind the pictures, the slutless bragging about Brown. And they're all mad at her. Then uh, all of a sudden her best friend Emily... Starts to get harassed by older gentlemen because it turns out that somebody put Emily's Uh-oh. personal info oh, no. on a website along with her picture. <laughs> they put Emily's info along with a picture on a website called Honey Daddies. <laughs>
1: <coughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh like that in the microphone. Honeydaddies. Honeydaddies. Honeydaddies.com honey Daddies. so it's where older gentlemen Where
0: older gentlemen can find young so women like, to spend some time with. So that's
1: like the modern writing somebody's name and number on a bathroom wall. Exactly. You put it on honeydaddies.com.
0: So he shows up with a so is
1: honeydaddy.com taken. Let me just take a look here.
0: So he shows up with a six-pack of Honeydaddies uh Mike oh, it or, is or taken. of uh, Mike's hard lemonade. And she's like, <laughs> "What is What's is happening?" He's like, is that oh, like the no, modern
1: Zema too? I mean, that all works out. I think so. Okay.
0: I think so So now Emily's super pissed Because not only is Cat Taunting her about Not getting into brown and Doing all this other stuff Put her on the slut list <laughs> uh, She's That's also put her on list. The honey daddy's website
1: Oh my gosh So
0: Emily confronts Cat and, and beats her up Now Emily Cat uh, loses her phone And can't find it And she thinks She beats actually, up Cat? She does Well she tries It's like a girl fight Like They, they, uh, they pull, pull hair A little bit And then start each other around they're like Oh you're my That's fine Uh huh <laughs> Okay, so Cat loses her phone in the fight. Can't find it. Uh, meanwhile, creepy, deformed Daryl Hannah comes to pick her up. She's like, oh, my baby, I'll take care of you forever. Oh, my baby,
1: I'll take care of you. So
0: Cat's worried because she thinks whoever's hacking her accounts actually got a hold of her cell phone. She's like, oh, God, what else are they going to do?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so Cat's uh, so mom, Daryl Hannah, suggests that Cat goes to therapy to try and deal with her problems. And when they're there, she uh, tells Cat's therapist and doctor that she thinks that Cat should take anti-anxiety medication so she won't be so stressed out. So Cat oh. starts to take them. And, you know, she's getting a little spacey. a little Like, she almost feels drugged, but she's just like, you know, she, she's just so sad because she's lost her best friend. Everyone uh-huh. hates her. So when they get home, Kat sees a letter on the counter, and it's from Brown.
1: Wait, she's taking antidepressants, and it instantly kicked in to where now she's, Absolutely. like, spacey. It and just
0: happens seconds after. That's
1: not really how antidepressants work, that's is exactly it? That's
0: exactly how they work in Lifetime movies. Okay. So um, so they get home. Kat sees a letter labeled from Brown on the counter. <gasps> oh, no. Daryl Hannah tries to get her not to open it. Kat opens the letter and it says that her acceptance to Brown has been rescinded. No, due why? Due to recent events. Because of the slut list? Because of the slut list, because of everything, it has been rescinded. I don't think
1: that's really how that works.
0: But, Again, Lifetime plays by different rules. You are not the one to so say how Lifetime can and cannot You work. could set
1: up something fake about anyone and just ruin their their that's, chances of getting into college. There'd know, be no investigation. A
0: lifetime movie, it could be. So, wow! So her acceptance has been rescinded, due, and she has no idea who's doing this. No, so like everything, so she has no idea.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Her acceptance has been rescinded. She's very sad, so she decides to take more happy pills and goes to lay down upstairs. Now her mom, uh, when oh, she's she gets taking up, more
1: antidepressants, she's
0: taking more antidepressants because that's just going to help her. That's and
1: again, that's not how antidepressants work. If I'm understanding it correctly. Man, well, I'm depressed. I'm just going to take some more of these pills. So
0: after she sleeps for a while in her depression, she wakes up and and her mom, you know, deformed Daryl asks if she can uh, get her any kind of food that she wants. This is the part that I like. She said, that, "Just uh, for she any wants,
1: kind of food you want, baby."
0: Cat said that she wants some Kraft mac and cheese, but they're out of it in the house. What? Right? They
1: actually name checked Kraft mac and cheese. Oh yeah, and it was so totally, Kraft like, paid for. <laughs>
0: um, so, like I think Lifetime. I would look, like
1: some Kraft mac and cheese. It's creamy and delicious for any time my that my I'm soul feeling at this down. Point. All right. So yeah. they, they did that.
0: So uh, so Daryl Hannah decides to leave to go and get her the Kraft mac and cheese. Uh, so, so Kat, she's starting to sense that her mom might be acting a little weird. Yeah. And she's like, what's going on? So her cell phone's missing. She's super paranoid. She keeps asking her mom about it. Her mom's like, sweet, I don't know where your phone is. So Kat decides to pick up the home phone, and she starts calling. And she's wandering around the house. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Uh-oh. And then all of a sudden, she hears a muffled ringtone coming from her mother's locked bedroom. <gasps> oh no! Oh my god! So she tries to undo- she tries to open her uh, Daryl Hannah's door, and it's locked. And she's like, "Oh my god!" And she finds a secret spot for the key, and she unlocks the door, and she calls the Wait, phone there's again. Wait, a
1: secret spot for the bedroom <laughs> door? <laughs>
0: Daryl Hannah keeps her Dar- keeps her bedroom door shut. She's just I don't know. She's hiding it in the closet under some towels or something. Okay, so whatever. All right. So she finds the key. Okay, not the point. So she finds the key. She calls again. Ring, ring. It's getting louder. She goes. Daryl's computer desk opens it, and inside is the phone that her mother said that she couldn't find. Oh no, what? as she pulls the phone out of the out of the desk, she bumps it, she jostles it, the mouse moves. The computer screen lights up. Oh. What does no. she see? Her buddy me screen. Her mother has been the one fucking with her the entire time. She made the slut list? The mother made the slut list. She wrote all the mean things on Buddy Me. It was me
1: the whole time. And also
0: when she's looking at the other things that are open there's also the rejection letter from Brown.
1: (gasps) It wasn't real?
0: It wasn't real. So, oh, my god! So now Kat's in a tizzy. She's like, well, who am I? What? What is my life? I don't know what's happening. So then Daryl Hannah comes walking back in with her mac and cheese. She's like, hey, honey, let's get some mac and cheese. And Kat's like, you ruined my life. And then Daryl Hannah was all like, I love you. I'm so lonely. I don't want you to leave me. But then at that point, it's when Emily realizes, uh, along the lines of something, I can't remember, but something uh, clues Emily. To the fact, Emily, Kat's ex-best friend, Right. that it was Kat's mom all along. Emily oh, drives no. over to the house to confront them. It's when it's then when she hears the scruffling and the and the fighting inside. Emily calls 911. She's finally able to get into the house. She sees Daryl and Kat wrestling. The Emily wrestling? tries to get Yeah, Emily tries to get in between because Kat's just trying to tell her mom that she needs some help. Daryl Hannah throws Emily on the ground. She starts strangling oh, her. No,
1: she's strangling she's the friend.
0: Strangling her in the foyer.
1: It was your fault. And Emily's
0: slowly losing consciousness and I'm Kat's like, I'm going to flag all your mom no. Nice. She's like, trying to take my baby away from me. And that's how she talks. And then and then boom, the police come in the door, and then they arrest Daryl Hannah. And then then it's months later. Uh-huh. Both Emily and Kat are happily roomies together at Brown.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: You hear the you hear the computer make a little the little ringtone, little like. Like you can hear it.
1: From a buddy me page? From a,
0: uh, I think it's some sort of messenger. It might be like buddy messenger. Okay. And uh, Kat answers the call, and it's her mother. And her mother's safely now on the loony bin.
1: Oh, she's locked up in the loony bin. She's
0: in the loony bin. As you can tell- For guess, making
1: a fake website? <gasps> Lifetime
0: does not have gentle brush strokes. It has big blops of They locked her in on. an no, insane there are, like, people, asylum? There are people walking around. Like, it is just like the most cliche. It's
1: like one flew over the cuckoo's nest town. Yeah, nine. it's just
0: like a guy walking by in like a robe. And she's like, hi, sweetie. I think my meds are doing a lot better now. We're trying to figure hi, it out. Hi, sweetie.
1: I think the meds are doing a lot yeah, better so now. Yeah, it's just a cliche
0: loony bin. And then, yeah, and then you know she's like, "All right, mom, I've got to get a class." And then y'all see you soon. And then they hang up. And then Daryl's melty face closes. And then like Kat's just like, "Hmm." And then it fades.
1: That's oh, oh, you hit the post too. God damn, nailed it. it.
0: Nailed it. Social nightmare. Wow. It's All right. good.
1: Yeah, no, it It sounds awful, but uh, that was...
0: If you had some beers and watched that, it, it would be very entertaining. Every time, like, Daryl Hannah blubbers something intelligible, you take a drink. <laughs> like, there are so many drinking games that you could play along with this. Every time someone says, buddy me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, got a sick Uh... Yeah, I mean that's. I was a little bit broken up because I was full. I of tears. know the
0: emotion. It was a real the emotion. Big was I'm so glad. Which, by the way, um, sorry. This has all been a spoiler alert for uh, Social Nightmare. Yeah, Lifetime does a brilliant job of rebranding things because this movie came out in 2013 under the title Mother.
1: Oh wait, they switched it up. Mm-hmm. They tricked you. It's not even a new movie.
0: No, so it's no. It. I didn't think it was a new movie, but they changed the title to make it more appealing for a younger generation. Smart. Plus. If they called it mother I mean that would have Sucked anyway Because Mother You honestly didn't know The good thing about that movie Is that it is You are kind of confused As to who's doing it The whole time But then as you start to notice Like Daryl Hannah You're like Oh wait no It's just not her weird face She's actually like Acting as if she's being weird too Oh okay Then you kind of realize But I think some of her Some of the subtleties Just like
1: behind the scenes Yeah some of the subtleties (laughs)
0: That could have clued you into her being the bad guy Were lost in like Her frozen Muppet face Oh Okay you just couldn't really see the full emotion. Wow. Yeah. Social nightmare. I give it six point five out of ten.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Six point five. I'd be curious to know what gets a ten. All right. Oh, send us an, an email. May I
0: sleep with danger, which is being remade? I'm very excited about that.
1: Funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Give a us a call. A killer
0: among friends. That's another. Oh, that's it. That's a ten.
1: Five zero three five seven five nine one. Death of a
0: cheerleader is a really good one too.
1: Five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. You can give Fun Employment Radio a call. Of course, go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and click on the De Leonidas link or Amazon or anything else that's on our website. Uh, just go there. Download the show. All of those things. It helps us out a lot. You can share it. Tell your friends. Make sure they know there's a spoiler for Social Nightmare, though.
0: I will. I'll make sure to write it in the, in the breakdown, Greg.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's really, really important. Um, thank you, everyone. Uh, of note, tomorrow's show, Wednesday, for live subscribers, Wednesday, December 30th, because this is a shortened week. Uh, we're doing the show a little bit earlier tomorrow, I believe, at noon. Should, noon.
0: Sure. We'll go at noon. Yeah. Ooh, other people are right. Oh, top 10. You're right. The The 10 out of 10s. Yep. Men don't tell. That's good. She Woke Up Pregnant. That is one of my favorite ones. This might
1: be subject for another day, your top ten Lifetime movies.
0: So much fun.
1: Maybe we'll do your top five Lifetime movies.
0: I would love that, except for I don't know how to whittle it down to just five, so... Okay. I'll try my hardest.
1: All right. You're lost in lifetime land right now. I am. All right. RIP Lemmy, uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening into Fun Employment Radio. You are all amazing, and we appreciate each and every one of you very, very much. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow you. at noon o'clock with more Fun Employment Radio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.